Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What is up? It's Wacky Wednesday here at the Big Show with the big man with the bringing it bringing it low today. Jay, the levels are good. Jay, the levels are good. I was just telling our good friend, Mr. Koo, best producer in the game. Time is time is a flat circle. We're we're here again. It's late September. We're back in the sweatshirt. And I'm sick again, right? Like what else is new? Literally so funny, man. My kids are back in school for like all seven days. He missed his first day. Everyone is sick. We were at the bouncy house. He's just like, forget it, man. Brian, David, Jeff, L, Brian, E, what's going on? Is that a new Brian? Is that like a is this a thing? Brian Rose, Rich Clark, you know, man, I see you. The way of water. Here at 300, where we give the books nothing. Take from them absolutely everything. Creating a culture of fishermen. Fisher people, right? Let's take around. Teach a person to fish, eat for a day. Actually, hand them a fish to eat for a day. Teach them to fish. Hopefully, they eat for a lifetime. Teach enough people to fish. And the original teacher gets to you know, be fat sitting on the lake with his fish feet up. That's what I'm hoping for. I'd be that fat guy. Follow me up. At John Legaza on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, it's all free right now. I mean, I'm just rock and roll. The baseball stuff's all free. So if you were curious, you know what it looks like to paywall and stuff. Check it out. All free. Stats, bullpen, split stats, team stuff. The pitcher sheets, I think, are awesome. Plus, imply team totals, starting pitcher ranks, and stuff like that. You know, I, you know, they didn't call this the restaurant where the chefs eat for nothing. You know, people come here and challenge my work. Frank just yesterday was challenging me on Clark Schmidt. Like, I invite that, and I, like, he was going back and forth between Assad and Schmidt. I was worried about the negative regression we talked about, but he's also looking for wins. So we agreed Assad had a better chance at win. He put like two or three guys on base. Against the Pirates in the first inning, he wiggled out of it and ended up being good. I hope Frankie did okay. So, we're doing it all, right? Reach out to us. The immersive experience. Insight, good morning. Good to see you. BGC, my dearest friend. One of the, you know, most ardent supporters of the show. We really do appreciate you. People do see that stuff. And it really matters more than it should. Speaking of stuff that matters more than it should, rate, review, and subscribe. Matters like way more than it should. I have to remember to go on my own YouTube and press the like button, which now at least I do. So one of those likes is me. Stick the cartoon finger way inside us here at Cold to the Pen. All right, let's do the thing we do. The Alias said sick. The coughing attacks, we're going to go like over four and a half. Schedule makers finally did us a solid, Jay. All season long, I've been beating me up. I really needed a rest day today, and we got one. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Also, you notice I'm fooling around the lighting. I was up early playing around the lighting, so I'm not flickering. But the shadows are still a thing. I don't know. I, I just... Again, this is why you need a studio. So we're going to start at the 640 stuff, keeping a mind in the commuter crowd as always, because we care so much about you. 
baseball stuff? What kind of degenerates are consuming live baseball content? You are. Grab the sword, grab the spear and the shield, part of the Fade Leagues here at 300, man. Really, come on, you are one of us. One of us. When we are so proud to stick out, so proud to be different and doing it differently, you know, hopefully delivering really sharp stuff, like truly, truly sharp stuff. This is as much about thinking the shows is, you know, baseball analytics, which I, I hope we're bringing it just the same. 115 off the crack of the bat, death taxes, sun rising in the east, setting in the west, and me up in front of the crack of dawn to bring you this show, man. You absolutely sit your watch by me. It means the world. Wouldn't trade for anything. All right, let's get into the game. 6 p.m. stuff. There's a whole bunch of early. We'll circle back. You know, I won't, I won't leave you hanging like that, but like a half dozen night games. <laughs> I couldn't be more thrilled. Two of my favorite pitchers to bet on at five going at it today. So, Jay, I think we just got to get the courage. I'm sure the total's low. We're going to not go against the hard-written rule, but I'm going to go against the general. Let's get the F5 under. It's Mets and Marlins. Let's go. Mets go. On the road with Kone Senga. I mean, God, we were on him early and often. My dude is fantastic. Up against Yuri Perez, one of, one of the best young pitchers in the game. If you're a fantasy player, keep those two names in mind. Right, if you're betting like you are, we're keeping those names in mind. These are guys we want to get with. Gosh, I got three and a half on the F5. Jay, let's get the let's get the four before it's too late. So for that commuter prep, if you go over to the book, we're using BetStamp to show you all the latest prices, live links. Go check it out. If it's four, you go under. If it's a three and a half, I gotta draw the line there. I I don't think I've ever gone under. F5, three and a half. I just can't do it. I don't care who it is. But four, man, I'll get you there. Because if this one even gets a 2-2, he'll take the push. Cody Sango, 295 ERA, 121 whip. The OPS close to 600. And remember, he struggled out of the box. 30% K, 11 walk. The walk's a bit concerning, but that also has really been ticking down. 13 swinging strike, 29 whiff. He does not miss center center. Point eight homer nine. I mean... Sub 300 expected Woba first time around in the major leagues. Just, he's been excellent, very good on the road, and even better last 40 days. Sango now kind of finding that groove. Now, as many numbers as you get here, and granted, you get a shit ton of them, right? I'm not, you know, right? We're not embarrassed at that part. We also realize there is a truly human element to this, and that was the worry with Sango. There's a lot of, like, the ball is a different size, they pitch on a different schedule. And then everyone, you know, is speaking like a different language. And the magnitude of the major leagues is so much greater with the press and stuff, especially in New York. So Sango kind of defeating all that stuff. It's wheels up. He's legit one of the best in the game right now. Then I mentioned Yuri Perez, no slouch, 306, ERA, 110 whip. OPS at 696. I'm not buying that part. Expected ERA at 3.6. Again, 30K to only 7.5 walk. Yikes. As a youngster, he is so good. 22 KBB, a 16% swinging strike rate. So how about that? This is a quick one. Again, just quick lesson for people. I know I, you know, we throw a lot of numbers, but I want to help you understand the benchmarks and what to use. And so this is just a quick back of the napkin math thing. I know my boy Paulie Spora has always talked about it. Nikki Pollock at Pitcher List. Again, I, I mentioned fantasy because I'm unashamed because I believe that's where the science of baseball is kind of studied, discovered. Betters are always on to the next thing. Betters are better on football. Betters are better on basketball and hockey. 
and there are really smart people kind of digging into the new understanding, in particular, the ball in flight, right? We're understanding spin rates and pitch shapes and what these things mean in accordance of a, you know, properly adjusted arsenal. Again, some of the granular stuff you get. Me and Jay were talking about maybe bringing it, we had to bring that smoke back for the playoffs. I'm looking, I mean, people love that stuff. It just takes me so long. That research is all like by hand. I've gotten a little better at it over time, but it takes a lot. So the quick lesson that took me forever to get to is a lot of times you could just double swinging strike rate to give you an idea. If you want to validate the swinging strike rate, like if it's too high, right? So, of course, his, swing, his K rate's through the roof, but his swinging strike actually is short of that, right? 60 times through 32. So 34 and a half with 79 zone contact for Yuri Perez. I mean, just awesome, awesome stuff. Tons of fly balls, but he doesn't have the double-digit infield fly. Too many barrels have turned into home runs, but other than that, he's unhittable. 293 expected wobble. Depth to lefties, he's amazing at home. 184 batting average allowed at the crib. 170 ERA. I mean, he is really, 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 really good. 110 stuff plus on the Saris model. I just don't think either offense is going to do a squadouche. Man, my hitting sheet's out of order. Let's check it out. I mean, neither one of them is any good. Mets have been a touch better as of late, but they won't kind of stink. Mets, 242 team batting average, last 500 PAs, 12 swinging strike, 84 zone contact. So these are all really bad things to go in, up against Yuri Perez with. The Mets are not hitting fly balls, Perez the fly ball pitcher. Not hitting the ball hard, 6% barrel. They've really struggled. Miami also stinks. The things they should be doing well, discipline, not any good. Only 7 walk, 12 swinging strike. Again, not any good when you go up against Cody Sanga. Also, they're chasing too much, which is not good when you're going up against Cody Sanga. 48% ground ball, not good, again, when you're going up against Cody Sango. So this one I'm feeling pretty good over the F5U4. The bullpens both suck. They both have a minimum 4-9 ERA over the last two weeks. Though we've been doing that anyway, right, keeping our unders to F5s. Right, if you, it makes sense. If you're banking on pitching, go for the pitching. You feel pretty damn confident a starter is going to get you through 5-15 outs. And again, if you're betting on them, we would hope so. Avoiding the ghost runner and the bullpens. Hashtag we hate bullpens. Avoid all that stuff. OPMG, Abuendia, good morning, my friend. How are you? So yeah, stick with... I think the F5U is good here. But I wouldn't touch it on the over. I had the over in that game yesterday. That was a massive disappointment. We almost got it late. And then like, ugh. 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 When fantasy betting, everything goes wrong. So we had we were looking for 08 Mets Marlins. Of course, Mets had like second and third, nobody out in the first, and you're like, here we go, right? It's just great to get off that good start, and you hopefully it falls into place. Of course, they get nothing. <laughs> but I have Braxton Garrett in a huge fantasy league main event seat on the line. So you need those wins; they're very critical. Braxton Garrett up, you know, responsible for the win on the hook, three one. Marlins blow the lead. It's 3-3, so goodbye win. Now it's like, oh, maybe like we'll get the ghost runner. Now Marlins get one of the night, and I lost everything. So Blackjack, dealer dealer Blackjack, big man, empty pockets, down bad. You know, such is life. All right, Mets and Marlins under F5. Don't touch the full game. Next up. I was wrong about this one. It's Blue Jays and Yankees. Again, I wasn't like, Yankees steamrolling, Blue Jays stink. Blue Jays were doing some clutch hitting, Jay. Oh, I mean, I think there's no secret here. If the Jays got hot on offense at the right time, which is basically right now, they're going to absolutely steamroll 
you know, they've we've seen it. The underpinning stuff for the Jays has been good. They just haven't produced. We'll get into it in a quick second. One thing I wanted to mention, one of the blind spots for the betting crowd and the fantasy crowd also. <laughs> Jason, I say Kikuchi. You say Sayonkin. He looked excellent yesterday, my man. I'm telling you, you really should be proud of the developmental gains for Toronto. Being able to take these guys with, you know, home run and walk problems and correct that, that's a really good sign. So Kikuchi, we always know he had good stuff, and he could be legit down the stretch for the Jays. All right, the one thing I wanted to get to is Michael King, pitcher for the Yankees. Excellent reliever. Now, again, this is part of the fantasy stuff, but it, it helps, right? So I was picking up on increased workload. He was also being very pitching very well. We saw the stretch out happening. And I heard a lot of people like referring to King as an opener, and it's just it's just not the case right now. They stretched him out. He's gone for some distance, if I'm not mistaken. Sorry, I didn't have the log up. I got it right now. He's run at least four innings each of the last four, but five innings gave up one at Houston. Five innings gave up one against Milwaukee. Struck out nine. Four and two-thirds, didn't finish five, gave up one, struck out eight Red Sox, only walked one. That last one, or say last two, 79 and then 87 pitches thrown. So King, like a starter, and good through five. Because I, I heard that this morning, like, Jay's going to beat up on the opener. He's not really an opener. Gaussman's freaking ridiculous this year. 333 Sierra, 31% K, 24 KBB. I mean, 34 ball percentage, 29 whiff. He's been... Just fantastic, inducing tons of chases. He has gotten hit hard, misses. He's missed it quite a bit. Just a little out of character. Seven and a half miss rate for Gaussman at that center box. Now, granted, he can miss with the split finger, middle, middle. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. That pitch is so good. But he can't miss with the other stuff. And he's he's gotten punished. So that's been the only hiccup for Gaussman. The high miss rate with the high fly ball rate, double-digit barrel. You know, has cost him a little bit. 407 expected mobile on contact. Not very good. But Gaussman's been really good on the road. Pretty good last 40. Not great. Michael King's really stuck out. He's been excellent, like I mentioned. So I'm not looking for the Jays to do much. Like I mentioned, Frank, you earlier was asking what we like so much about, you know, Clark Schmidt. It was more about the Jays' offense kind of putrid. They only have 10 homers and one steal last 500 PAs, 201 team batting average. 620 OPS, 26% hard hit rate, sub-6 barrel. That's a 71 WRC plus for the Jays. They have not been good. A little better versus righties than lefties, but still not very good. I mean, not to be outdone by the Yankees, who also stink. 50% ground ball rate, 5% barrel. Yankees kind of back in the tank. So you got to think it's Gaussman, but I wouldn't be looking for him to mash. You know, this one feels like a little bit more hard for. It's probably reflected... In the line, right, you think Kevin Gaussman and the Jays be better than a minus 120. My problem here, why wouldn't touch this one? I actually think it's not so chalky, but I really wouldn't touch this one again. It's not Yankee homerism. The Blue Jay bullpen has struggled, and the Yankee bullpen has been very good. So, again, if King is effective through five, the Yankee bullpen has been very good. One of the best in the year. 328 ERA through 576 innings. 1 2 whip, 215 batting average. You know, six barrel, one homer, nine. 576 innings. So two and a half pitcher seasons of really good stuff. Really good stuff. 
don't get it. The Jays probably win because the Yankees are just terrible. But you can't be shocked if they squeak it out late. Like, that's just been part of the character. So, I do like the Jays. I don't think today's the day. Next up, should be a good one. Mitch Keller on the bump for the black and yellow Buckos. Plus 150 dog on the road against Kenny Go Left, Justin Steele. And the Baby Bears right side of the tracks in the Whitney City. Minus 170 favorite at home. Mitch Keller, what a roller coaster ride for the young man. Although I guess that was always kind of part of the story arc for him. So much, excuse me, so much up and down. Now we're at a four ERA, one, two, five whip on the season. The indicators are all below four, 25 and a half K to seven walks. That's pretty strong. 33% ball rate is pretty strong. 64 first strike, 85 zone contact. These are some things that we like. 44 ground ball, 30% hard hit, 4% barrel, one home run. Keller's been pretty good. The indicators probably better the underpinning than that four ERA. He struggled on the road, though. That's probably been the big thing. Big kind of home and roads, but for him, 275 BA allowed on the road, 515 ERA. At home, it's 215, 2.9 to give you an idea. The last 40 days have been lights out, 277 ERA, 3.5 Sierra. That's Mitch Keller. Justin Steele, going to get Cy Young votes, 273 ERA, 115 with 656 OPS. 341 expected ERA, 37 Sierra, 24K to 5% walk. That's kind of the thing with the, the Cy Young discussion going on now, you know. Uh, Young was rewards results. Steele's been re- result-oriented, really. He's not nearly as good as Spencer Strider, in my opinion. Not that Cy Young is the best pitcher. I don't know what these awards are anymore. I don't think anybody does. Anyway, back to Steele, 49% ground ball, 27 hard hit, 5% barrel. All really good, right? 0.7 homer 9 with a 280 expected Woba on the season for Steele. These are really good numbers. He's been good. The results are good. And again, last 30 days, excellent. Sub-3 Sierra, 2.5. ERA still doing the thing. I'm worried the good Keller comes out, but maybe not on the road. Chicago Cub offense, they were one of the best offenses for a touch. You know, I mean, it's where the moving averages handle came from. But it's also why the offensive sheet, I have broad season-long stats, right? You just want to know a little bit. K rate, walk rate, lift rate, bow rate, Wobo. Just when you talk about thousands and thousands of plate appearances, they'll tell you who they are. And then we like to shift over. I use 500, excuse me, plate appearance samples, like two weeks. Just to give you an idea of recent trends and how it might interact with the other time frames. There was a point where Cubs were like top three across the board, everything. And, you know, that's that signal. You know, it's not about, oh, hot data, recent data. you got to be looking at waves. And the Cubs back in the tank again. Only 10 homers last 500 PAs. They're not striking out, but they're also not walking. Lots of contact, but it's not good contact. 7 barrel, 306, Team Woba, 91 WRC+. Cubs really reeking right now of split data. So keep Cubs in mind. Very heavy. One of the better left-handed hitting teams right now. Pretty bad against righties. 297 Woba, 296 expected last 30 days. Pittsburgh striking out a ton. Six and a half walk, not any good either. And they've been really bad against lefties. Steele probably carves them up. Both of the bullpens have been good. This one feels like an under, not a lot of scoring. Player props of up. What's going on? Nationals gang. Hey, Nationals. Team total over 12 and a half. Easy. The Bakers does it, baby. 
I did not get that over yesterday. They woke up a little bit late. I'm back on it today. We're going to get to it, I think, in a second. If it's not on the late stuff, it's not. I'm going to circle back to it. I want to post that one because we're going to get it. And I couldn't believe Kopech on the mound. That it was only nine and not nine and a half, which was a little surprising. So you knew I left at that one, Justin. All right, back along to it. You know, I, it's probably a, a Cubs win, like by nose, right? Again, Steele's been really good, and even if the bad color shows up, right, I don't think Pittsburgh has the goods to get it done. So, like, Bednar at the back end, they've been good. The Pittsburgh bullpen's been really good. If you're tied late, you're not, it's not an easy walk away. So, I do like the Cubs, but I don't think I'd pay the freight for it. A little too pricey to go minus 170. I guess the way Keller has looked the last, like, month or so, he's been filthy. So, I'll just pass on this one. As Justin says, a cross-out game. I like that. Next up, speaking of Justin, his brewmakers, the Brewers, and Adrian Hauser. On the bump, 105, slight faith against Zach Attack Thompson in the Redbirds, the Cardinals. This one is pretty ugly. Hauser, 4-5 ERA, 1-5 whip. Indicators right in line with that. He's just a guy. 19.5K to 7 walk. I mean, if you're not going to strike people out, at least he's not walking anybody. But 25.5 CSW, 18% whiff rate. Like, these are poor. 29 chase rate, 90s on contact. So he induces no chases. And does not win the zone, gets hit hard 47% of the time. But because he keeps it down so much, he really hasn't been punished. A 46% ground ball rate, doing a, a lot of lifting for Hauser. ERA above five last 40 days, but the indicator's not really buying it. He's kept the ball in the yard as always. I've just never been a fan. I don't want to pitch the contact to the Cardinals, even though they kind of have struggled as of late. The Disciplinary baskets flashing, 18.5K to 10.5 walk. So that's just a team. That's an 8% K minus BB, over 500 plate appearances as a team. Single digits when you strike, 30 chase, 86 on contact, right? So they're not going to let Hauser beat them around the edges. They put the ball on the ground, and that's probably be the way he wins today. But they do hit the ball hard, and he gives up a ton of high contact. I have a hard time backing Hauser. Thompson's an interesting case, 4-3 ERA, 1-5 whip. I don't know if I'm buying the whip, because the walk rate is 9.5, which, again, is not great, but he's a 3.53 Babbitt. It's a bit high, you know, 44 ground ball, and he's got some strikeout stuff. 26% K, 29 CSW. Thompson's looked pretty good at points. I'm not necessarily buying it, though. He's been good at home also. 3-flat ERA at the crib. 3 quarters of a homer nine. This is Zach Thompson. But I am not buying it. Also, I'm having a hard time backing the Brewer offense. They seem to be producing right now without any reason for it. 270 batting average, 350 team, OBP last 500 is pretty good. But 47 ground ball, 37 pull, 28 hard hit, 5.5 barrel. Really weak underpinning. Really, I mean, 47 ground ball, 37 pull. So, you know, your bottom 8 in ground ball rate, bottom 3 in pull rate, bottom 10 in barrel rate. The balls have kind of found the hole because, again, the disciplinary stuff is good. 22K to 10 walk, nine swing and strike. But a lot of times you kind of make your own luck in baseball up to a certain point. This one's just kind of ugly. Fire Sports, what's going on, man? Says, hey, gang, been a minute since I caught you live. Never miss a show, though. We see you. Thank you very much, man. We do miss you. We've mentioned you before. 
Make sure you're following all my people here. Player Prop Savant, his show, Pass the Prop. OPMG and Forest Sports. Manny Williams jumps in from time to time. Frank Amarante. NBA Player Prop 20. Up in the house sometimes. Again, you know, you know you're the restaurant where the chefs eat because smart people come here. What does that mean? Do they recognize value, right? You know, I'm working my ass off. And it's free. Like, it's almost stupid to not pay attention to this. That doesn't mean to tail it. But to get it, again, we know we've hit the point now where we're moving markets up to a certain point. Like, I just know, we know that because it's we see it happening in real time. Right? We had the best evidence with the pay leaders and stuff. It was uh, it was uncanny. Though, I think we broke them. Me and Jay were laughing about that. I think we broke. I think we broke them. I just, I haven't even seen it posted. And if they do, the odds were all shot. Not really worth the alt prop odds. Again, we've, the stuff that you, hopefully you get when you're rolling us, not just blindly kind of attacking these things all right it's the last night game thank goodness i'm running out of gas my voice is hurting and i want to cough like a maniac but i'm going to circle back we'll do a little afternoon parlay also make sure we get that over in here jay last up reese's pieces olsen and the t rays leaving eight mile detroit rock city on a road hollywood always up to no good bobby miller time on a road for the trolley dodgers on a bump and sorry at home Olsen, I like Reese Olsen. 4-3 ERA, not great. However, 114 whip, 660 OPS. Those are good. The Sierra's at 4, which is good. The disciplinary stuff, probably just a guy. 24K, but 28.5 CSW, so he lands cold strikes. He doesn't miss. The contact rate is high, but he keeps it down, and it's a it's weak contact at the start. It's It's been weak contact of Liam, sorry. He got off to a rough start, is what I mean. You see the 10% barrel, but only 1-2 over 9. 320x Woba. So again, not really great. But as of late, he's been he's been good. I just kind of like Olsen. He turned up the strikeouts as well. Not that you're going to throw him against the Dodgers. They're just unbelievable right now. Like Even when we think we have like a distinct pitching edge. You know, it's like we have Scooble. They have like some guy. We have yeah, Erod. Like they have some guy. That's a matter of Dodgers just really getting it done. They're, you know, listen, it's organizational. You know, it's leadership-based. But also, not just coaching, it's the players. Like, Freddie Freeman makes you better. I've noticed this at work. Here's another quick lesson for people that enjoy this show. Gravitate to it for the plus EV content outside of sports stuff. Right? So you sur- surround yourself with positive people. Not because we're hippies. We oh, man. Because you want to be around ambitious people with similar drive that are happy to see you succeed. You'll notice loser scumbags. Talk about failing. Complain about failing. They want to see you fail. They want to hear your bad stories. They want the negativity because misery loves company. Why? Because then you don't feel like picking yourself up and going to get it. Right? Surround yourself with positivity. I've noticed this throughout every single profession I've ever had. And I try and be that change. You know, the best employee, the leader on the job, the guy in the trench, though, makes everyone better. The leads by example. So the guy who makes the most money is also the hardest working. People start to think, hey, if I work hard, I'll make a lot of money. Well, the heart when the highest paid person is a loser, lazy bones, you start to ask yourself, why am I out working this buck? Simple as that. Dodgers, really hard to mess with. We'll see if they have the pitch and get through the playoffs, man. Every time I doubt them, I'm, I'm wrong. I understand Pan for Pan are good, but I just didn't think what the veteran pitching, the losing Urias, you know, would hurt them, and it just hasn't mattered. Bobby Miller, one of the you know bright young stars in the game already. 
402 ERA, again, 116 whip, 670 OPS, 365 expected ERA. That's what I'm looking at. K rate's a little bit low, but that's okay. All the disciplinary stuff is good. He doesn't miss. He's not walking batters. Plus the 47 ground ball, 30% hard hit, 3% blast, less than one homer nine, 289 expected Woba, right? So just everything, again, right? We talk about the template, surface stats, discipline, elevation, and then batted ball quality. Understand how the numbers work together. Let them sing to you, right? So when I throw them at you, you know, what, 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 what? Right, it's... If you don't strike out batters, which he really has in 22 and a half K, he's really just very average. Well above average walk. Well above average ground ball rate. Well above average hard hit allowed. Right? That's when you get into hard hit allowed when the disciplinary stuff is not necessarily there to get the putaways. And the pitcher has to survive on that stuff. And that's what Miller's been able to do. He's very effective around the edges. So he's been really good. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Dodgers doing a good thing. 125 stuff plus on the Saris model. Whoa. Detroit offense not any good. Dead last and expected Woba versus righties last 30. And it's just pretty bad stuff. It's all really ugly. 236 team batting average, 26% K. Never trouble. Dodgers, top three offensive league, easily top five. Number one in runs, top three in OBP and OPS, last 500 plate appearances. Again, the disciplinary stuff is always very good. 22K to 10% walk. Some 30 chase rate, above average zone contact rate, and then you get hard hit balls, and that's why they're very good. 356 team Woba, 127 WRC plus, and they destroy right-handed pitching. And then the bullpen's as good as it gets. 1.63 ERA last 49 and two-thirds. The Detroit bullpen's also been very good. So you maybe want to be careful with the cover here, run line cover. Maybe that's like my half-bad chalk, but again, the Dodgers just seem to mop up everybody. All right, that'll do it for the PM slate. Just a couple plays, not many. Again, don't, you know, don't don't worry right now. It's funny. Books are paying attention to football and kind of juice on favorites. Like that's like the preset. So now you hit that point where you have to really like a favorite to take them, or you gotta pair them, or you just leave it alone to be a bit more selective. I wasn't crazy about that slate. However, However, we do have the afternoon stuff here. Let's get some. Let's get some afternoon delight going on here. Hold on, I'm gonna make a move. I'm gonna move some numbers. But now we're in the money. If I'm seeing this correctly, I've got Aaron Nola and the Phillies as underdogs to the Braves and Bryce Elder. All right, so man, I don't know if we should really parlay that. I think we should play it. So let's see how many I got. I'll talk you through it, and then we'll circle. Maybe just keep it highlighted for now. So I've got Philly winning as a dog against the Braves. We've got Bailey Ober and the Twins against Hunter Green and the Reds. I've got this one really too kind of close to call. And if anything, on the under, but it's Cincinnati, so I'm going to leave it. I like Ober. I really like Green. I don't know where we're going to get. Just leave it. The next one we know we have to hit. It's Kopak and the White Sox, Josiah Gray for the Nats in Washington, the launching pad. That was at 09. We definitely want that one over 09 for sure. Right, so we got Phillies win, White Sox, Washington over. If we end up at like three or four, we'll just put them all together. What do you get? Pippity bobbity boop. If we end up at like five or so, we'll, let's play the, the plus money stuff on its own. You know, it makes sense. Try to even while we're parlaying, be a little smart about things. Then next up, I got Bayo and the Red Sox against John Gray and the Rangers. I actually have the Red Sox with a slight win. 
So if we're going to parlay, I'd be taking the run and a half. Boston, full game, run and a half. Again, I really like Bayo. He's been good. Texas offense is good, but Boston offense as well. So I would go Boston, getting the plus one and a half run, full game. I know for sure I posted a Baltimore win outright over Christian Javier and the Astros. That one was not like even money. Okay, so here, let's do this, Jay. There, there are a bunch. We have parlay pieces, so let's let's reset really quick. Let's bet the Phillies individually. No need to parlay plus money bets. That's not a good idea, people. I want to practice what I preach. So we're going to take the Phillies and no little win. Going up against the Braves is rough, but again, no Acuna really makes a huge difference. I mean, Olsen and, you know, Alves and, and Riley, I get it. But the Phillies are rocking right now. And the bullpen's good. So let's play that one individually. That kind of makes sense. Now, I think the rest we can kind of pair because everything is more like even money or juiced. Right, so we'll go, oh, you know what? One more straight play. Let's also play Baltimore straight because, right, that one is like minus 105. So it's Baltimore and Kyle Bradish against Javier. Javier's really struggled for the Astros. Yes, yeah, so we got like minus 105, something like that. So let's take that one straight as well, right? No need to be too greedy. Let's try and get this one to the finish line properly, everybody. Because I do like those. I've had, I think we have the pitching edge. We've got strong offenses and the algo validation. So, like, that's kind of my three points right there of attack. Now, the rest are kind of juiced and stuff. So, I mean, the rest will just pair them, Jay. So, now we'll go with the the White Sox and the Nationals over. Let's do that, bad boy. BGC says, yeah, Brian, you can get Baltimore money line even at online. Yeah, good call. And that's why we're using betstamp.app. Jay, after we lock the parlay, you'll do your thing really quick. I know we're towards the end, but let's get in the habit of doing it every day. So, yeah, if you can get the nine, hit it right now. Again, if for the people listening later, man, I, I still like this one to 10, but nine is better than nine and a half. That's a critical number when it comes to overs. So White Sox and Nationals over. Then the Red Sox getting the run line. Jay Wright, Red Sox on the positive run line because that one's going to be juiced. Pair those. Then we've got Kirby and the Mariners against Joey Estes making a major league debut for the Athletics, just throwing the money line in there. And then, oh, Padres also. Chase Anderson on the bump against Seth Lugo. The Padres are just steamrolling right now. So we got two kind of juiced up money lines with one total and a run line. So it's Boston plus one and a half, Chicago and Washington over, and then Seattle plus San Diego to win. Should get us around like plus four and a half to one, plus five to one. Jay, it's never too late to do a little appreciation for that standard. That's what we're doing, people. You know, you want to be shopping around. It really makes a big difference. All kidding aside, right? Getting five cents on the edges could quite literally be the difference between winning and losing. Jay, tell them all about it, my man. For sure, John. I got you here. Uh, if you're looking to improve as a sports better, we find that the easiest way to do so is to have multiple sports books and to always get the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like Betstamp. Betstamp simply compares odds across every sports book, including games player props, and futures. Save time and money by downloading the app today. Uh, as you can see on the screen here, betstamp.app forward slash call to the pen. If you head over to that link, uh, there will give you it will give you a list of sports books to sign up to. If you haven't signed up for them and you sign up through that page, it helps support the show. Now back to John. Howdy. Oh, I don't know if I snuck that last coffin under the button. Sorry about that, everybody. We really do try our best. I know I'm kind of a 
goofy maniac like fringe lunatic. But I really do try to keep the professional aspect of this up as much as possible, right? If you're going to act the way I do, I'm going to try and fool people into thinking I know what I'm talking about, or at least care, which you know we do. Insight. Trey Turner's gone over his total bases prop 12 times this month. Has hit seven home runs, and the total bases near even money. Not plus money for the first time this month, the home run at 560. Just a little bit of what you're getting. Roll with Insight. Check him out on Twitter, Fire Sports, the same. A bit of what you get in the comment section when you hang out with us. Like people, how do you put this? The people that come here are not just takers. And I think that's also really important. Right? I mentioned surrounding yourself with positive people. One of those similar traits with people that are not takers, they're givers. They mean to participate. It's weird. It's not about guilt. It's not like you do this for free. I feel bad. Right? As Rocky, the great Rocky Balboa said. Friends don't owe. They do because they want to do. People that naturally reciprocate. People that appreciate and reciprocate. Participate. But don't play right. So that'll do it from us here. Really, you know, you know, we love you, man. And that's why we're trying to make you better betters. Make you smarter betters. And all that other stuff. When you're hanging with us, call to the pen, HQ. Please, rate, review, and subscribe. Please, pretty, pretty, please. Hey, we need 37 minutes to beg. But again, if you made it to the very end of this, you probably already appreciate us, and you probably are one of those people. Subscribe, pressing the like button. Because we are getting to the point where this will, you know, it's going to end, like all good things, and then it'll be up to me and the analytics to sell this bad boy one more time. BGC says, thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Merci. Merci beaucoup, my friend. That'll do it from Mr. Cube. Big Johnny Stud at John Legaze on Twitter. Check it out. Football stuff, rock and roll. I truly believe I have the best cheat sheets in on the internet. You know, I'm a freaking degenerate like the rest of you. And I'm all about saving time and not having 42 windows open and having to do double work. So hopefully I've brought all the important stuff together in one spot for a low, low price for the entire year. You know, my stuff's always really cheap. The baseball stuff is wide open and free. Check it out. Let me know what you think if you haven't. Please, this is a real please. Check it out. Let me know what you think because I want it to be better. You know, so if you have suggestions, that's how it gets better, right, over the years. And we'll, you know, we'll get a new revamped sheet. We'll be back next year, all that good stuff. So thanks for picking up what we're putting down here. A call to the pen HQ, the fastest show on MLB, absolutely anywhere. Enjoy the day. Enjoy your games. Dump the book. Enjoy the pay, everybody. Remember, remember, do you remember? When you work this hard, it's a lot less like lock, yo. Peace. See you tomorrow.